Hi guys, today Paul Perez and I review the Netflix CWWB show Supernatural. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Reseller Niche Podcast, a show for e-commerce buyers and sellers where we investigate unique items being bought and sold and show you how research equals knowledge equals profit. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to another episode of the Reseller Niche Podcast. I'm here with my main man, Paul. How's it going, man? Happy Tuesday, everyone. Definitely good to be here in the building uh, with Mo Fremont here for the Reseller Niche Podcast. That is right. And today we try and keep it interesting. So um, I, I thought we could talk about a show that I've seen, and it's kind of like an how would you describe this? It's, I guess, a CWWB type show. It's one of those, I guess, like we've done B movies. This, I guess, would be B TV, I guess, in a sense. Um, uh, if you guys remember, I don't know if WB is still around. Is it CW now or CW? Whatever? CW, yeah, CW now. Okay, so this show um, was on both channels, I guess. So it's called uh, Supernatural, and it just ended. I want to say last. December or something like that. And um, I, I kind of found this show by accident um, a long, probably like 10 years ago on Netflix. When Netflix, when we first got Netflix, I don't know if it's when Netflix first came out, we started by watching, you know, the regular, the, whatever the new movies that came out were, and Friends, Friends was a big one. And we kind of got bored of those things. So I said, you know, what are these other shows? And my wife actually found it. I can't take credit for it. So she was, um, she got home early from work and she was sitting there watching TV, which she never does usually. I'm like, so what are you watching? She's like, oh, this new show. I was like, new show, what is this? So it's called Supernatural. And this is, I think it was already like five years in, something like this. This is probably like 2010. I think the show started in 05. So anyways, it's about, a, um, I guess the show is about uh, two brothers and the premises that they fight the unseen, the unknown, goblins and ghoulies and um, all the stuff that is supernatural. And I guess we'll leave it, at, <laughs> we'll, we'll take it from there. So first of all, Paul had no idea. I asked him, you know, why don't you take a look at this? And he said, okay, I had no idea about this. So I want to know what your first reaction was uh, to the episode we watched. Well, um, you know, Mo, like I've been, uh, for a little while now, like for a few years, I've been reviewing movies and TV shows. So sometimes, uh, like, like, like people, like I'm kind of a nerd sometimes. It's like seeing actors that I may find familiar or seeing like people who are behind the show. Like the first name that I noticed was Eric, Eric Kripke. He's the showrunner and he's the yeah. same guy who, who's done the boys. And, and, you know, I very much enjoy the boys on Amazon prime. So, yeah. uh, and then another thing that jumped out at me when I started to watch it is, uh, in the very beginning, you see Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who has been in Watchmen. He's been, um, he's Negan in The Walking Dead. So yes, uh, these yes, are the yes, kind yes, of yes. things that are jumping out at me. But as a whole, I thought it was actually not bad. Uh, you know, I really thought it, I was going to be like, kind of like, oh, God, and kind of like hawing and humming, like, oh, this is brutal. But I'll tell you, uh, I want to find out the premiere date for this. 
Um, but keep okay. talking. I just want to. I just okay, want to find gotcha. the premiere. No, I'm, I'm guessing it's either 2000 somewhere, just based on their hairstyles. Um, I I found, to be honest, when I first watched the show, it I didn't really take to it right away. But it's because my wife was watching it, and the thing about her is she doesn't really like TV shows as much as movies. She prefers a movie because start and you know it's oh it's 90 minutes is you know two and a half hours whatever it is. She doesn't like to get into something like invest time unless she likes it. So when she's watching it, I know, okay, she likes it. So I gave it a couple episodes and I think they're like an hour long each or maybe 45 minutes. Uh, whatever. Like, 40, like 45 minutes, 43 yeah. minutes. Exactly. Yeah. So they're longer, but I mean, to be honest, it was built for Netflix. I mean, I, I, I got to admit, once I started watching it, we watched the first couple seasons within like a week. And at that time, I think it was only like four or five seasons they had out. Um, I think in total, they just ended with 15 seasons. Crazy. Which I think is like, ridiculous. Wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like Cheers level, like kind of a show, kind of forever. Yeah. Kind of show. It yeah. has its ups and its downs. I know Paul only watched the first one, and I'm not sure if he's going to go through 15 seasons. But. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Definitely a lot to ask. I mean, this took me years, literally. So, but it did get to the point where, like, you know, when Netflix pops up new episodes, we would watch them immediately. So, wow, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That speaks to the yeah. show. So, actually, when it when it came out last fall, and the and I shouldn't say the funny thing, but um, COVID actually keep talking. Up the last episode. No, like, my lighting situation is crazy, so just keep ah, talking. no worries, no worries. You look great. Um, the uh, actually, the COVID situation split up their last season. I think they were supposed to end last, like, uh, I don't know, March or whatever it was. And I guess halfway through, they had to stop filming. And I think they're in Canada. Most of these shows film in Canada. And, yeah, and then I think they ended up the last five episodes in, like, November, December, something like that. But it's very astute of you to point out, um, first of all, the director, and then second of all, I didn't even know the guy's name from Walking Dead. But I'm pretty sure he left this show because The Walking Dead came out. Um, he was offered that part, I think. So um, without like, giving too much away, that's I guess the the, the main character is a Sam and Dean Winchester, and their dad is the person you were referring to there. And he went on to a much bigger show, actually. But I mean, um, but not uh, right guess, away. Not right away. I, I would even say like I think he uh, may have done Watchmen during this time, and also that's true. and also. Um, he he's done several movies, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Like he he doesn't ha, just hasn't done just this. He's done a bunch of movies actually. I know he was oh, in yeah. Rampage, I think, with uh, with The Rock. And but I mean, even like I remember there was another movie, I think The Losers or something like that that he was in. That's like another comic book based property. So he's been like he's been somewhat like kind of uh, in other things. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um, just to give you kind of a, an overall feel of the episode, like I didn't think that this was bad. Like for a show that premiered in 2005, like yeah. that very first episode was not, I mean, it had some moments that were kind of goofy, but uh, as a whole, it wasn't bad. Like even by 2021 standards, oh. like this, this show was not bad. Like, and, and like, a, like I said, I, I was very much expecting it to be not so great. What I don't like about kind of the CW shows, um, 
and I, and this is with another show as well. Like I, I was a big fan of Fringe when it was on Fox. I don't like the Monster of the Week or Freak of the Week. Like X Files did that as well. I that that formula I really don't like it. You know what I mean? Even Smallville, because I actually went through all of Smallville, and yeah. I had seen a Supernatural episode here and there, not from the very beginning. Just kind of like let me just kind of tune in and see what this is about, kind of thing. But uh, I never liked the kind of Freak of the Week, Monster of the Week kind of formula. I, I really didn't like that. I like one narrative. And and also, I don't know why the CW episodes have to be like have seasons have to be like twenty two episodes. It's like the yeah. Flash does it, so does Arrow. It's like, dude, how much TV? Like, I mean, it's too much. You know what I'm saying? But for some people, it's like it's like it's the shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, for me, I just twenty two episodes in a season is too too much. You know what I mean? I, I don't even know how many episodes they made. They made a lot of episodes. They kind of went over everything. Anything you, I'll put it this way: anything to do with. Anything unnatural, supernatural, they covered. I mean, every type of different thing from different countries calling them different things. To So they went, I mean, 15 seasons. I'm guessing 20 to 25 episodes a season. <laughs> so these guys basically made a career because these the main two characters stay in it the entire way. And they're in every single episode. Yeah, like, dude, you, you can see them age. Like, they yes. were like kids. They were like kids yeah. in this episode. You know what I mean? And and uh, you know, after I finished it, I just kind of like was going through the episodes, you know, through Netflix, like kind of just like seeing like the little thumbnails and stuff. And like, you see them like season one and season fifteen, yeah. and they have yeah. definitely aged considerably. You know what I mean? Because where they look like kids, and now they're like grown. I mean, they're grown men in the very first episode, but they're like super grown guys. And uh, they know, actually joke season about that. 15. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They they joke, especially the last couple of seasons. They joke about like they constantly like like the whole thing, the whole time. Like the I forget his name now, but Dean is constantly hitting on girls. And towards the end of it, he's kind of like he's like getting pushed back because like, wait, how old are you, Mister? Like that type of thing. So it's it's kind of come full circle. So I mean, and it's funny his character though, because you mentioned the boys. He's gonna be the the new whatever I think he's called Soldier Boy on the yeah, board. Yeah, he's gonna be like one of the villains in the upcoming boys season. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So I I mean I'm not I've seen see the boys I like and parts I, I won't talk too much about it. We should probably cover it one of these days. But um, it's kind of like I like it and I dislike it, but it's kind of not like a like a car accident you're just driving by, but it's kind of like. I can't not watch it in a way um, because I, they've got something there that's a little bit different from other shows, similar to Watchmen a little bit. Um, um, yeah, do you, it's, do you rated, see it's, very, it's very adult. It's very adult. It's very it's rated extremely R. Extremely adult. Yes. Yeah. And it's not just that though. It's like, because I've, we've seen like, usually you have superhero type movies and you've got the good guys and the bad guys. Right. And we've seen the crossover, like Watchmen was a perfect example of that. You know, they're not perfect. They're not this. And the boys kind of continues with that. And I know I'm getting off tangent here, but um, but they take it in a different way to where they're almost confused about if they're good or bad in the boys, I'm saying. So that's what I like about it. And I'll stop talking about that so much now since we'll get way off. But um, no, I'll tell you that that's very in vogue now. Like every yeah. TV show now does that. Like everybody's like, like very gray. Like mm -hmm. are they good guys or bad guys? And like they do bad stuff, but then they kind of do good stuff to redeem themselves. But then they have like some family issue. So like every TV show does it. Like a TV show I just finished watching 
that I, I very much enjoyed, but had this like, so uh, it was the warrior on HBO. Like it's funny, like every warrior show I've seen has been good. Like okay. uh, there's like this MMA warrior show on Netflix. That was good. The, you know, the warrior movie, the MMA movie um, with Tom Hardy, that was good. And now this warrior show on HBO max, um, this, which is based on the writings of Bruce Lee, which is, like I said, the great show, but like the people, they do some heinous things. Like they are killing people and tearing people apart. So it's kind of yeah. like when bad things happen to them, I don't feel so bad because they were bad to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Like in Supernatural, Dean is a criminal, 100%. Like fake credit cards. He has yeah. different badges of ID, like different FBI, US Marshal, and like, uh, and I'm glad that they, the cops actually kind of caught them in this first episode. Because it's kind of like, yeah, like these are kids and they're like coming and talking like it doesn't like kind of make your radar go up like what? Who are these yeah. guys? You know what I'm saying? So uh, if they if they would have gone away with it, I would have like that would have been a demerit on the show. But like I said, as a first episode, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like super bad or the shits. Definitely yeah. uh, CW melodrama. Yes. But I, yeah, yeah. But I definitely think like I like when things are explained and. There, there is there, there's like for a 43 minute episode, they pack a lot in there. Okay. And like I said, I don't think that it was ever like really bad. And I think one of the themes, which I found very interesting with the show was, um, do you continue your own life or do you continue the life of your parents? Like, mm. or, like, and I found yeah. that very, I found that theme very interesting. Like, um, Dean was still continuing like the same line as his dad because of a traumatic experience when he was a kid. And yeah. Sam was like, I want to just kind of make do my own life, and and neither of them are kind of wrong, but yeah, yeah. I, I for my own personal life is kind of reflecting. Like I want to do my own thing. I don't want to do the same thing my parents did. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I thought that was a very interesting theme in the show, definitely. And uh, I mean, there's a million different directions that this, like you said, it does pack a lot in. Each episode is, especially in the first, I want to say five seasons, it's kind of a movie to, onto its own. Like you could take it out and then halfway through, and I, I know you, you were never probably going to see these, but from like season four or five, whatever onwards, there was kind of like an underlying lining quest in a way that they go on. So they, they go in a million different directions in this show. And the whole theme Dude, of you have so many episodes, you have time to go in a million directions. Absolutely. They literally did. And what I liked about this, I didn't even really find out about this till later is that, other than having like a huge cult following, they, these guys like show up to all the comic cons and they kind of, the way the, the writers did it is, I think they figured out that we've got this huge fan base. That's kind of like this undercover fan base. And they started writing based on what they were being asked to write in a sense. Like there's episodes further down the road where it's kind of like an episode within an episode within an episode. on which you go, they get meta. I think that's the term. And literally it's like, there's people pretending to be them. Like, say, all right, this is a huge spoiler. So if you haven't watched the show, then I'm gonna we're ruin- talking for, We're always, we're always- we're gonna, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler card. Please, you know, plug your ears right now. Because there's episodes where literally like there's lookalikes that show up on the show because they're writing a book about, I don't even know why, how they found out about the not famous people. Basically like, Somebody's either writing a book or writing a writing a book about them. I think the book gets published. Sam and Dean, they're characters of the book. So now they're famous because somebody wrote a book about them. 
And then there's conventions. So they there's episodes where they go to a convention as Sam and Dean. It's kind of like what they do in Comic-Con too. So it, it's really interesting. It's laughable and funny. They do it in a good way, the way they kind of incorporate all of this kind of Comic-Con environment. And that kind of goes through the whole thing. Like they actually have people that are like, um, see, I'm really going to ruin this for you. So super, super spoiler alert. No, dude, like, you're not the, ruining it for I'm not going to watch 15 seasons, 22 episodes. Okay. Piece. I'm so, not, so so the, go, go the, to town. The whole point of this is the whole thing with this entire show is about life and death, obviously. But like it goes to the point of they talk about religion. They literally have a fight with God. God is a like God is a character <laughs> on the show for I want to see the last three seasons. Like a physical character, regular dude walking around with emotion. And they're having, and they're having fist fights with him. Yes, they've literally <laughs> had fist fights with this guy. That's so ridiculous. And they bring out like different angels and devils, Lucifer, all of this. I mean, literally, when I said they go in every direction, they go in every single direction possible. Mo, I'm telling you, Mo. Like some of our favorite, and please don't forget your thought. Like I want you to continue with your thought. Like, um, like a show like a Breaking Bad or like one of my favorite shows ever was like Spartacus. Like yeah. you know they end. You know what I'm saying? Like when you have so much, so many episodes, so many seasons. Like you have to ask the fans for ideas because like, or like bring in new writers or like just do something else because like, dude, like I'm tapped out. Like I I put all my ideas in already. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So yes. what are we gonna do next week? It's kind of like pro wrestling. You know, yeah. like, um, you know, they have to always make new storylines and like who's beefing with who or why is the purpose like, why is this person going after this person? And it's like a weekly thing. And I think yeah. that that's kind of detrimental. I think sometimes I yeah. think it's good to take time off or just good to have an end date because this is what we're shooting for. But if you're always, always, always doing something like there's going to like, you know, things are going to sag and things are going to hang and things are going to be like, oh, God, like, why are we doing this? Or like they'll have a musical episode like the Flash did that. And I know I Oz did that one time. So it's just kind of like it's just like, what are we doing next week? You know what I mean? Let the fans decide. And I'm, I'm not saying the fans have bad ideas. I think the fans can yeah, have yeah. fantastic ideas, even outside the box ideas. But when you have so much TV, but like I said, it, it speaks to the to this show like what other shows have run so like like the simpsons and like cheers and like these shows that have run so many seasons so i mean that the show the both of the leads are very charismatic of course they're good looking i'm sure that's the reason why your wife started to watch this show you know what i mean and uh definitely dean is more like a bro bro and then sam is kind of like this like innocent like luke skywalker kind of like ready yeah. to go on the journey which this kind of has a th the hero's theme the, uh, the hero's journey, that's what I'm trying yes. to say, where like the older, wiser person comes to get the, the young person, something happens, and now they're on a journey. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sorry, Mo, but you were saying um, no, no, I mean, there's so many episodes and you're talking about so spoilers. many episodes. That, that piece, literally, because I'm, I'm remembering back, and this is over years of watching this, and I, I, I think, like, like I mentioned, that, okay, you talked about writers there, about how writers incorporate what fans want. They went as far as to make the writer of, I guess, the script was their their god character was actually the writer. It turns out to be, and then it turned into how do we change him from writing this into writing something else? And they really go off. They like. I would say this. I'd be interested if someone very very religious watches this. I'd be interested to know what they thought. I'm not really very religious at all 
but they really kind of poke at religion, poke at social stereotypes, poke at just the way we think about like religion in general. And they kind of, kind of really, really, they have that, I, I can tell the directors and the writers have a very strong opinion and um, about uh, all religion, I'll leave it at that. But I mean, like you said, in terms of going in different directions, they went in every different direction. It's kind of, and I, to bring it back to your other point too, some of the, you know, say musical groups like the Beatles, they cut it off after about six or seven years of putting out albums, max. People think they were put out music forever, they didn't. Seinfeld, the set, I think within a month of getting a two year extension, signed, uh, Jerry cut off the show. I think they had two more seasons they were signed up for. And then he said, no, we're not, or like two or three months, whatever it was. And he cut the show off. And he said the reason, well, one of the reasons he said that is because what else am I going to do? If I continue this, I'm just going to do it for whatever paycheck they're going to get. And I'm sure they're getting a ton of money. But after a certain point, like you said, what are you going, <laughs> what are you going to do? And these guys literally did everything. If there's a show that's done everything, it's this one, uh, 15 seasons. They talked about everything from food to women to religion to everything. You said you have all the time, you know, 22 episodes a season, uh, 43 minutes a piece. And I, I think another reason why this show kind of landed on me, like, like in a good, like, like uh, I didn't think the show was brutal or it was bad or anything. It's also because as of late, and I even messaged you about this, like ghost stories and conspiracy theories have really yes. been interesting me as of late. So, yeah. and like watching this show and, uh, uh, you know, like I've, I've been listening to a few, like uh, this one ghost story podcast, which I recommend. It's called Real Ghost Stories Online. I recommend it you know, to anyone, like if you want to hear about ghost stories. And um, the whole thing about the violent ghost, uh, that's what was kind of like definitely made for TV. Because a lot of times, a lot of stories that I hear are more like the ghosts kind of just either want to go back home or they just kind of want to communicate with the real world. And uh, but then again, you know, you there are stories like The Conjuring that have some truth or maybe they're made up but you don't know you know what i'm saying so yeah. the whole thing about the violent ghost killing people uh it's an extreme case and i'm sure stuff like that possibly has happened but like i said it very much interested me in terms of like everything that was like uh, in terms of what i'm cons content that i'm consuming right now so that's just why i didn't think i think that even with a few touches and stuff like that like i said Maybe the first two episodes, this could be made into a movie, a hundred percent. Like I know you said, like the first five seasons, there's a movie in there. There might be several movies in there. You know what I mean? I but, thought, um, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't think this was. A, I said I didn't think that this was bad. And um, the whole thing, and it even had some really like creepy imagery. Like for a CW show, like compared to like horror movies and stuff, like it definitely had some, um, maybe like definitely B level, but still like uh some good like creepy images like the whole thing with the with the women on the on the ceiling and the burning up i think that that was like extremely creepy um yeah. the, the ghost of the white woman in the dress like her face and like she was kind of like it would just kind of like show you flashes of it i thought that was i thought that that stuff was not bad like even by today's standards like you know it's not like the haunting of hill house or like that that kind of like level yeah. you know yeah. but still i thought it was it wasn't bad it wasn't, I don't think it was bad, definitely, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I gotta admit, I kind of got, I mean, we were watching, my wife and I were watching together, so we watched pretty much every single episode over a 10 year period or whatever it is though. So um, I, I think that 
people kind of have a tendency to once you like something a little bit, you kind of get involved in it, and you want to watch like this type of show. Though I was interested in doing a review on this because I'm not sure if you're going to see something like this. I mean, 15 seasons, um, something that's like a non-news show um, in the future because everything, especially like you look at Netflix, like stuff we've covered, like. Um, the only thing I could maybe think about is like American Horror Story, but even that, every single season is completely different. I mean, it's a theme, super theme, super different. I, dude, I like that. I like that. Like, like meaning, like it's kind of like a chap, like a whole book in itself. Like, exactly. let's say American Horror Story is eight seasons, it's, and it's like eight different books, and yeah. sometimes there's connections between them, which I even lo I love even more. You know what I mean? But I like that. Like, if you just came into it. And you saw that one season, and you never saw another season. Like you'll be good. You don't have to like yeah. watch everything. And I like that formula more, or even like the formula of a Breaking Bad. Like five seasons, we're done. That's it. Yeah. I actually prefer that. But I I do like the point that you're making. I'm liking a lot of things. I'm just hitting the like button with everything right now. <laughs> um, I I do like what you're saying, Mo. Like that something like this. And please co correct me if if I'm butchering your point but like something like this where a tv show that can run so long is a rarity in these days because oh, uh with this with the subscription model like even if a show is popular but it's not moving subscribers like netflix has canceled shows because of that like yeah. not three seasons you're done you know what i mean you may be popular but if you're not bringing in new people that's why we're putting all these shows out and yeah. um so I think that that's very interesting. Uh, it's a very good point. Like, when will we see another show? Maybe if it's a network show, but when will we see another show that, um, but then again, you see like every fall season, like 20 shows start and like 15 of them get canceled. Sometimes they even get canceled by the second episode, which is crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, I think what, that's a great point that you said. And it's something I didn't even think about as well. Like, when is it we're going to get the next show that's, I mean, the CW does it all the time, but like, when are we going to get the next show that is going to last this long? You know, it's going to have to take like, I mean, these were charismatic, charismatic characters. So they, could, but at the same time, if this came out in 2021, I don't see 50, I see like maybe two seasons, three seasons max. This just, we're kind of in the TikTok era right now. It's not YouTube anymore, like a 30 minute video, an hour video. It's a 30 second video, it's a 15 second video. And that's what kids like my daughter, she's eight, she loves TikTok. And those are like, it's hitting your face and it's done, 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 done. That's it. It's over. It's like things like you said, you said network shows. So I, I, I'm thinking of network shows <clears throat> that kind of overstayed their welcome. The one I've been watching recently that I read up about a little bit was Community. They had four or five seasons. It was like a hardcore following. Came out after this. I want to say it came out 2010-ish. 2009 but after that fourth season once they saw the ratings dropped i think they were dropped by who i think i don't know if it was nbc or wherever it was so they moved on to somewhere else i think it was yahoo or something strange like that they lasted another season same thing ratings dropped they and the rumor is that netflix might pick them up same thing with arrested development three seasons on fox i think one of the funniest shows of all time didn't get the ratings cut and that was, I think, even before this, 03, 04, something like that. So your point about attention span, I think we don't have the attention span anymore for 50. Like this could be, you know, a like you said, a, like American Horror, uh, American Horror Story.
that's how they're able to survive. New characters, new spin, new decade, new whatever, you know, um, and because it's like a new movie. So imagine if American Horror Story was only in that first season, which I can't even remember what the first one was. It was like in a psychiatric ghost house. I think it was like a ghost house. house. Okay. Imagine if it was eight, ten seasons of that. Yeah. Who wants that? It would work, right? I don't think it would work. Um, So these guys, I don't know how they (laughs) – they. I mean, more power to them. And you lasted 15 years. I heard George Lopez talk about how – I remember he got on stage, he was doing one of his comedy specials, and he announced, we just hit our fourth year or something like that, so now we're going into syndication. And they got like huge, huge round of applause. Four seasons, which is huge. I mean, so if they're saying four seasons is a big deal. And I know he was on like NBC or one of those, ABC. These guys are on CW. But, yeah, I think it's down to attention span. We don't consume the same way as we did even five years ago, I think. Yeah, and uh, especially with the whole binge model. But, you know, while you were talking, uh, I was thinking, like, do you want to see 15 seasons of Cobra Kai? I know I don't. No, no like, I'm already, I want, like, I'm already yeah. dragging a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like, let's just go ahead and, like, finish this story, and then maybe we, we, we could reboot it, like, in a year or two or three, with, mm-hmm. the, like, the kid characters and, like, having, you know, all the old school characters, but, like, they they just kind of be even more, like, they, they, they're fatherly figures. Now they'll be grandfather figures then, but then have the show with the kids, you know what I'm saying, and see, try it for one season, see if people bite, and if they do, continue, and if they don't, they don't, you know what I mean? Exactly. So I, I think, now that I'm thinking, because I was, when you were talking, I was trying to think of shows that last forever, like, decades. The only ones I can think of are two things. One, news shows, like, well, 60 Minutes or something like that. Or two soap operas, you know, daytime soap operas, which yeah. like, your grandmother watches, you know. So the young know. and the restless, and uh, yeah, uh, which General I Hospital. I don't even know if they're still around. I mean, yeah, and it's because they have. I think the only reason they work is because it's one. It's daytime. They don't need the viewers. It's kind of like a filler show. I, I no knock to anyone that loves soap operas, because like I have cousins that live by these things, but. I bet if you were to take those ratings and compare them to 7 p.m. ratings, whatever is showing at that time, it will be like a, a tenth of the viewership. And that's why they can survive. So maybe this is a piece that was on a CWWB. They can survive on a much less, you know, I'm sure that I don't know what their salaries were or how that works. But I'm guessing everything was a lot less. Viewership can be less. Pay can be less. Maybe Even though, to me, it looked like they, they pretty much went all out, like, the videography and like the direction and the acting was top notch, but I don't see that definitely not on an NBC NBC giving you 15 years of anything is, I mean, I just think of you know, the only thing I could think of an NBC would be like the tonight show. I mean, isn't, isn't the Simpsons still going though? That's a good question. Is the Simpsons? Let me look at that real fast. And that's like 20 some odd years plus uh, maybe even 30. I don't even know, dude. You know what I mean? It says I just googled the Simpsons and it said Simpsons season thirty-two. So meaning oh, they've been on they've been on for like over thirty years, kind of. You know? Okay, so this is an anomaly. I mean, another thing is this is we're talking about a cartoon here. So, the, but still, even for I mean that's just ridiculous. I can't believe like they're like, still getting crazy ratings, you know. But yeah. I I will tell you, Mo, it's true that we live definitely in a shorter attention span that we live in an on-demand. Uh, society as well, like where we don't have to all like sit at a, the TV at a particular time to watch something. But there is still power in that. 
like um like let's say when the wandavision drops because that's the kind of the show like myself you know uh, i don't know if you guys are watching wandavision but like we're kind of like a little bit of it so far all right like this is a show like everybody's kind of like talking about right right, yes. right now you know so um the show drops like i think 3 a.m like pacific standard time or something like that or or, or midnight your time but like yeah. 3 a.m my time but i think the bulk of the people that see it see it like on friday night like mm -hmm. you know at night six seven eight p.m and then everybody gets on twitter and starts talking about it you know what i'm saying yeah. so uh there is still uh power in that like everybody kind of tune in at this particular time to watch something like it's more like a community kind of event sure. and uh like with streaming and like with zoom and like with phones like people can watch things together through a screen like and that's a thing you know what i'm saying so um Hey, what's up, Gravity Goods? Definitely. Um, so, uh, I, you know, it, it, there's still power in in like a community kind of uh, watching things. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just wondering if things are going to come full circle, in a sense, like um... hi guys, shameless plug section here. We'd love to have you join our reselling group called the Reseller Niche Help Group on Facebook. A lot of great resellers there. Also, if it's possible, if you could leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Lastly, you can find these podcasts in video form on YouTube. We'd love to have you join us there so you can see some of the products we go through and then see some of the people we're interviewing. And if you could possibly subscribe, that would be the kicker. Thanks so much for listening. You know, like like you're saying about there's still power in being able to watch something in a certain time on a certain day. I'm wondering if it's going to come full circle because of those things, because of cell phones, because of Zoom, because of the interact extra interaction we're going to have. I don't think it's there yet. Not because it's not there, because we haven't figured it out yet. I think somebody's going to figure out a way I think it's happening on YouTube a little bit. Like we watch YouTube lives. We always talk about this. There's interaction. You've got the live chat. You've got that's the no dude. Fantastic. I, I know where you're going with this. I think it's a fantastic point. Continue. I'm sorry. But something like WandaVit, to be honest, that would be uh one I mean Disney would be the one to do it, to be honest. So they'd be the type of company with that foresight. Imagine an interactive, like a truly interactive, I don't know if you call it a TV show, a stream, a whatever it is. But really super interesting. I'm not just talking about, you know, we're going to come out at this time. We're going to do this. We're going to have, like, you ever seen the 80s where they said that they had movies like, suppose you sit in a chair and it's going to buzz. Or, it's, you know, the water is going to come out and spray you like a, that. But a 4D, really the 4D. Really uh, no, the, uh, 4D, for the 4DX. Yes. I mean, in the Regal, it's called 4DX, but 4D, I think. Yeah. No, I have you watched Baldurish by Blackman? No, I have not actually. But um, uh, that was amazing. Thing those, yeah, exactly. Oh, Bander, Bandersnatch. No, I have that, not. That Bandersnatch, I think, was the interactive one where it's kind of like while you're watching it, yeah, you can like kind of like choose like should the character go here or should the character go there with your remote? You know what I mean? Which is, I think, phenomenal as well. And there is. I think even more like that. That's another form of interaction, but like you're directly interacting with the show itself. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking this is. I mean, I don't know. I haven't. I've never even heard of Banner Dash, so I need to check that out. Oh yeah, dude, it's on Netflix. You could Black Mirror, Netflix, definitely. I've seen Black Mirror, but I mean, I haven't seen. Okay, 
Okay. All right. I'm going to check this out later then. My gravity good says in big letters, do it tonight. Do it. I got All right. I will do it just for you. But um, no, I mean, I'm serious because I think that's what we're missing. We have TV and we have the internet and we have all these, got our cell phones, we got all this stuff. It's not fully, it's not that it's fully, not fully connected. We haven't fully mentally got there yet. But I think when it does, it's going to explode. It's going to take some random show, some show that people are upset, has like a cult following um, to do it. And when it does, though, I think it's going to be interesting. I think that's why we talked about like people like, I don't know, I'm getting off subject here, like Mr. Beast and all this. It's not because he's cool or interesting or even do anything that revolutionary. It's just he happens to be really kind of reaching out to regular folk, like reaching out to his viewers. Yeah, because he's a regular guy. You know what I'm saying? So that's even more appealing than somebody who's dressed up, definitely, like on screen and made up and the hair's perfect. And Because, yeah, and it's kind of like I think we're kind of I mean, the reality show is over. But at this, it's kind of like we don't want to super re We don't want just reality. We don't want just a movie. We want that split in the middle. And when we get there, it's I think it, it's going to be a whole different. I don't even know what I'm describing here, but it's going to be a whole different type of entertainment. I would say you're talking about like maybe like a kind of like a Truman Show or like kind of thing. Uh, exactly. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Kind of like a Truman Show, but with even more. And like literally, like you would have, like I think the reason Supernatural went on for so long is because of the fan interaction. They they would literally go to these conventions and like things like this. And now it's pretty commonplace, you know, comic con. Yeah, it's kind of like the the fans feel like you're being loyal to me because yep. you're listening to me. So you know, I'm going to be loyal to you. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then like. I don't even know the name of the movie, but there was a Kevin Smith movie. I was listening to his podcast. He was talking with Joe Rogan. And I don't even know what his new movie is. But literally, he said that they didn't get funding. So the funding they did was grassroots. It was done through um, Kickstarter, one of those guys. So the funding was done through people. So literally, right off the bat, who's funding you? Your viewers, your fan base. So on top of that, they took it to like these mini mall, uh, like these mini theaters, and they had private screenings for everyone that invested. That's great. That's Jay, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I think it's on Amazon Prime now, actually. Yeah, and that's how they got. I think from that they were able to get money to get you know into more onto more screens. So all of this constant interaction, I think we're not really as you because we're older. So, but it's it's going to be commonplace. Like literally you can stick your hand out and be part of a TV show, you know, not just a chat, not just anything. You could be on the show, literally. Like I was watching. You could make the show. Like, dude, like I think that there's more people that watch YouTube than watch TV to begin yeah. with. There's more people that are watching YouTube that are watching Netflix that are watching Amazon Prime. Like everybody's kind of like watching YouTube. You know what I'm saying? And I was thinking about what you were talking about. Like, imagine like uh, that Disney Plus Netflix, because there is still a space, like I said, for appointment viewing there's still a space for like no 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 uh, disruptions i want to just kind of like sit and watch this consume it and then i'll go online and start talking about it but i think as well like you know right now with the with the live chat and stuff like that i think that there's a space where like you can go on to like part of the netflix app or you can go on to uh, the disney plus app and you can watch it and then on the side have a live chat you know what i'm saying and have that interaction not with the people with the show but with other people 
kind of watching alongside with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think there's a space for that as well. I do. That's like a, I think that's like a business idea, you know, like I'm sure companies have thought of it. Like, why haven't they implemented that? You know what I mean? Cause like, that's one of the best parts sometimes. Like if you and I are watching a content creator on YouTube or, and like, you know, they're, they're talking and then like, you know, comments are kind of, we've, we've seen it like this, the, the chats on the, on the side there and <clears throat> you're meeting like like-minded people you're communicating with the content creator. He's like, like, like kind of shouting you out and like saying, answering a question that you might have like there's power in that. You know what I'm saying? And even oh, content creators now, like they charge for that. You know, like, like if you give me a super chat, then I'll like say your thing, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. like you just joined my community. Yeah. Like I'm going to shout you out. So imagine like if supernatural, um, you know, play it on CW, but also uh, on the CW app on your phone or on your tablet, you have this comment section on the side where you're kind of like, Oh dude, that's crazy. You saw that. Oh my God. And this yeah. and that, you know, and uh, you know, and people kind of meeting each other and stuff like that. I mean, you have to have a moderator so people like are not they're spamming and stuff like that. But I think that that's a possibility. I think there's a business opportunity in that for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 And they already kind of do it in a sense in different ways. They're doing all these things like for the end of Cobra Kai, they have like the post show, they had, you know, David Spade, he's interviewing these kids and asking them questions. So, I mean, they're already kind of going there in a way. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about having the viewers, like, like real time, like while the show's yeah. playing. It's kind of like a mystery science theater 3000 kind of thing. Yeah. Like have them, like not commenting, like to disrupt other people watching the show, but just have it on the side. Just kind of have it on the side, like, oh, we're talking, you know, we're bugging out and this and that. Like, you know, we're hanging out watching this thing. What they do, I mean, I know, like, because I watch a lot of like the soccer, and then what they'll do is they'll have opposing, I mean, I don't know if this is during a post, they'll have them watch the same game, two opposing fans sitting next to each other. Just so you can watch the game and hear what they're saying, you know, kind of between each other and about this. Oh no, you did the, whatever they're saying, but because it's kind of like okay, now you can see, you can hear the fans while the actual event's going on. You can hear them interacting, maybe fighting, who knows what. So, like, I was, I was watching, like you said, YouTube. YouTube has more viewership, I'm pretty sure, than anybody else by far. Like, I was watching this, and I see this all not just one show. As this guy. He's doing a food review and his whole thing is he has like over a million subs. Tell me where to go and eat. I'm going to review it. I'm going to bring you in the restaurant with me. We're going to review it together. So like, and that's a random guy. Yeah. A million subs. But imagine if that was, I don't know, George Clooney, come with me to Italy. We're going to review coffee. You know, that is not too hard to envision. Is it? I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe, you know, Manhattan instead of Italy or whatever, but still, Imagine if you kept that. I mean, that's that. It's gonna come full circle. Is my point to all this? It has to because what's the fourth wall has been broken for years now. So right now we're like we're like literally stepping through the screen to you know talk to people to interact with them. It's actually at the point where I think directors and producers are thinking how you're always looking for more viewership, right? But it's kind of like we're taking the lead in a sense from your viewers. Like that's a, that's why it was intriguing about Supernatural, how they're literally taking cues from fans on forums saying, "Hey, why don't you do this in an episode? Why don't you do this? How about you have an episode where they're they're part of that?" So, I mean, I think this is all coming full circle. Yeah, like like dude, if you if you're a content creator that I enjoy, 
and you bring me into the show in some sense, like even without asking me for money. I'm just saying, like, not the, like asking me just for money, but like you kind of included me in a sense. Um, well, that could be a little bit tough if you don't ask me for money initially. Then, like asking me for money later might be tough, actually. But if you kind of just involve me in the show in a sense, yes. Uh, like I'm gonna like, and I enjoy the show already. But yeah. like I'm a fan, and now that you've involved me, I become even a more of a super fan. Like yeah. I'm gonna be loyal. I'm gonna go ahead and, and continue to watch the show. It's like, what are gonna, what are we gonna do next week, or, or like, what is it that you're gonna do next week, or you know, am I gonna be included again? And like, you've already kind of taken my input and you've made it like happen and i appreciate that like you make you make me feel appreciated so you make me feel part of the community you know what i mean one of yeah. the uh, one of the people that i've interviewed like on my own podcast that he's huge on community is danny Pena. this guy's a hall of fame podcaster he for, for, for not not i wouldn't say recently but for many years he would hold like events of his fans of the listeners of the podcast like he's a video game podcast so like come and we can like you know have a tournament come and we can meet the you know I i'm gonna be at this place in manhattan like uh people come like come through and, and you know come join me and we can sit down and talk and have a meetup kind of thing like just continuing to involve fans and involve uh the community makes it think the fans loyal to that particular product. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy thing is that you don't have to have everybody. You just have, uh, thank you, brother. Thank you for that. Uh, you just have to have like only so many and then you're good. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. And as you were saying that, um, I mean, this is how we do our show here. One, one person talks, the other person has uh, a half idea. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's good I think stuff. Facebook. When you said that, I was thinking about Facebook, and I, I heard I was watching. You watched the Social Dilemma. So one of the guys on there was a, an older, not older, but he was a early Facebook exec, and he said his task was to figure out how to get these people, these millions of billions of people, to spend money. How do we, you know? You got the site, you got the your users, but you got no money. How do you merge the two together? I could see like a, I mean, YouTube and Facebook really attacking this in a sense. Like, imagine if there's like Facebook TV, and I know there is, there are Facebook video, but Facebook TV in the sense that they really kind of take the users and make them each user an individual channel or each, I mean, really kind of, I mean, I know that would take a lot of bandwidth, but um, kind of the monetization of like, Facebook, when I think of Facebook, I think of it uh, uh, basically um, just they put down the platform and we took we took it and we ran with it. People are the platform. Users' information, their likes, their dislikes, their clicks, all of that stuff is what makes it work. People are all these platforms. Without the people, these platforms don't exist. I'm talking about even yep. the biggest ones. You know what I mean? People are the gasoline for these platforms, you know? And I, I think once they figure out how to make it seem, so your point about you don't want to seem like you're selling someone something. Like if I was to walk on here and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you something, but I need you to give me five bucks right now. All right, it's like click. I'm already done. But like you said, if you're, if you're the one actually doing it, in a weird way, you're getting people to do things and they're paying you because they're creating the content that you're showing to other people. And then it's like a never-ending circle. So Imagine if that was whatever. I mean, it's kind of an that's what YouTube is. They just haven't figured out how to monetize it as much as they like yet. But I can see that more on Facebook in a, in a sense. 
but the way like YouTube and Facebook monetize, right, is by advertisement because like the, there's so many eyes on these platforms on a regular basis. Like like we just said, like there are more people watching YouTube than they watch Netflix and they watch, you know, any like I, I compare Netflix and Netflix is huge. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So no, like YouTube is where everybody's eyes are. You know what I mean? Even more than network television, you know, yeah. like we were talking about like last week, I think uh, like a Mr. Beast, like, you know, more kids know him than like the anchor of the you know uh, of a abc news or something like that you know what i'm saying or or you know what i mean uh, so um they the way that they monetize is through attention like if these platforms did not have that attention they wouldn't be able to monetize as much as they do i mean they may sell subscriptions and this and that like the youtube subscription i enjoy i used to have it i don't have it anymore but uh you know it's it's ads it's ads that's how they make their money is through ads definitely i never got it is that how what is you you're talking about youtube was it red or youtube uh... yeah youtube red and then they, they call it youtube premium i guess the the thing that i enjoyed the most and also youtube music comes with it like it's not separate okay. you know okay. but the thing that i and the thing that i enjoy about it is a uh, when i had it is like the same way i listen to podcasts you can listen to it like you know like when you're outside like even when you have no internet connection and also with music, what I'm finding a lot of times is, especially like I like dance hall music, and there are some songs that I cannot find on Spotify or Tidal, but they're on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. No, I think it. So you just brought up Netflix. Imagine if Netflix was because right now we just you just consume that. Netflix is one way in a sense. It's not Facebook and YouTube, right? What if Netflix was to take it, kick it up a notch, and say, you know what? instead of just competing with HBO Max and, you know, Prime and whatever else, we make it um, like to the point where there's a almost a social network, I guess we're going back to that again, um, of viewership. And like, I mean, I don't know if people would be making their own videos, but they would be kind of interacting with opinions because I don't think Remember when Facebook first came out, you could create lists and um, you could like, you would rate things and they dropped that for whatever reason. I thought that was kind of counterintuitive. I, I, I think they should have kind of gone even further into that and make it even more interactive because now what's happened is you've got Disney Plus, you've got HBO Max, you've got all these other competitors which are doing very similar things. And I, I don't have HBO Max and Disney Plus right now is pretty i mean compared to netflix it's not as big i think they should kind of go in the opposite direction and make those ratings a thing like a you know rotten tomatoes people get in there and they'll blog but it's all written right imagine if there were video reviews even if they're short ones because now they have that whole um i don't know what it is but it's a little app when you go in you're scroll scrolling through your netflix feed and it says can't find something to watch you know click on this maybe you'll like this Instead of Random, that, like, like, like a randomizer, it just kind of like uh, play something. Yeah, just uh, play, yeah, yeah, yeah. play anything, you know, whatever. What if you had people like Sarah from Milwaukee and she thought that, you know, episode three, season four of The Office was great. So you should watch them in the video. Uh, no, yeah, is that like maybe like a video review, like by Sarah? Like, I know I think it's a great idea. I I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I think, like, just like hearing you hearing you talk more, like allowing people to kind of upload video video reviews, 
um maybe even their own movies like if they like and like netflix could review the movie kind of like this is kind of worthwhile or not but like i said i think a, a big component would be like a like not like on the tv maybe on the tv but like having a, an option where you could watch this straight up or if you want you could get in the chat like and we have the little chat thing on the side mm -hmm. i don't know i just think that there's a power in that you know what i'm saying i think um, that is gonna be the, i mean that's what facebook is facebook just takes all they do is they figure out okay this is what people like oh this is where people are this is what people are clicking on this is what people are reading okay let's find out more about that and then they kind of delve in more and they dive in more and they dive in more youtube i think is kind of lost from what i'm reading i don't know if it has or hasn't but i've read i've read that they're having difficulty pushing this level like you've got a bunch of people putting out great content but monetizing that is difficult. And then you've got like literally billions of vi new videos every week, every day, sorry. Um, and where, where's the next step? I think their problem, YouTube's video, YouTube's issue is it's kind of beginning to dis disconnect. People love it, they use it, I'm, I use it, I'm, we're on it right now. So I mean, but there's beginning to be a disconnect and even Facebook a little bit too. So I think a company like Netflix kind of has that foresight kind of keep pushing the envelope um could do something i don't know if they're interested in that at all but everything interaction interaction is and how do you get that next interaction because eventually how many people like we talk about reselling right there's only i'm guessing i don't know maybe a million people to watch reselling content max that's a niche of a niche of a niche so let's take the biggest thing let's take something big like nascar maybe a hundred million maybe 200 million, I don't know what the following on NASCAR, something big like that. What happens when you max that out? And it happens to everything, it happens to TV shows, movies, attention wanes. Like eventually, then you have to start looking for other avenues to do something, but eventually you're gonna have to change it up. So I think really kind of putting the, almost the, what's the word, putting the opus, put it, putting it on the viewer, forcing them to be part of it is the only way to move forward in a way. Because like, like I said, we watch Netflix, it's one way, but putting the, putting the, um, I'm thinking of the word, I'm blanking on the word here, but making the viewer in charge of other viewers in a sense, I think, I mean, I'm not describing it very well. Is that, I think there's something in that. Yeah, I, I agree, Mo. Like, uh, the next level would be more, but like I said, there's still an argument for like just kind of consuming it without interruption because I think that's going to be on forever. But there's also, like I said, like kind of a hangout thing, like kind of a community thing, like kind of like let's get together and like let's watch this and let's just bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I, one of the, I, I go to meetups, you know, on Zoom often now, like at yeah, my yeah. home and I'm bored and stuff. And one of the meetups is like, there's a bunch of people like watching a movie. They're not even watching it, but they just kind of want to be together and they want to like maybe make fun of the movie and stuff like that. I'm telling you, there's sure. a space for that. You know what I'm saying? There's definitely a space for that. Oh, but, yeah. but, uh, but, uh, you know, wrapping up, Mo, definitely. Um, I, 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 Supernatural gave me definitely, um, like even a Robert Rodriguez vibe a little bit, which I enjoy. I like Robert Rodriguez. You know what I'm saying? And so for a 2005, 16 year old episode of, you know, 43 minutes long as a pilot episode, 
I don't think that this was bad at all. I think it was good and uh, great seeing old actors. And I didn't mention, I think her name is Adrian Pedlicki, who was like, you know, a beautiful woman. I know she was in a, the first John Wick movie and she was also in G.I. Joe as well. I think she was even Wonder Woman, like for, they, they did a TV show, a Wonder Woman TV show where she was going to be Wonder Woman, but they it never went anywhere. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah so uh, as a whole, Supernatural, a uh, good pick, Mo. Like uh, this was a, like I said, it was for a 16-year-old pilot. I think it, was, it still holds up to this day. And it wouldn't surprise me if in our lifetimes, a lot of these shows like a Cheers, like a Supernatural are rebooted because yeah. uh, the, the, the formula works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, in terms of binge-worthy movies, if you kind of like CWB kind of feel to TV shows, if you like that and you like kind of like uh, goblins and ghoulies and that, you know, what whatever goes bump in the night type stuff, and you want something that you could, I don't think there's anything more binge-worthy than a 15-season <laughs> series, then, you know, go knock yourself out. You're going to be done, you know. You got 30 days straight of TV, but um, yeah, I I would I would rate this you know as a probably one of the more enjoyable shows that I watched on Netflix in terms of consistently putting out the same thing. So uh, and what I like about it, like I said, is it's so binge worthy. You can watch and watch and watch and watch. You know what you're getting. So if you like the first episode, that's basically what you're going to get for the whole thing. And, you know, twists and turns, whatever. So in terms of that, I thought it was good. And um, it's not something that I see. Like I said, I don't think we're going to see something that long in the future. But um, it kind of gives us – it's a good segue, though. Because actually, part of the reason I thought about this is because we're going to be doing some more um, – some episodes on some, uh, some of the topics that are covered in this, uh, in Supernatural. Uh, coming up. We haven't really talked about it yet, but the kind of uh, unnatural and uh, conspiracy theory type stuff coming up in future episodes. But Ghost before, story. Yeah. Yes, all of that stuff. Before I forget, please let everyone know, Paul, where they can find you. Well, once again, thank you for having me on the podcast and the Reseller Niche podcast, definitely. I have my own podcast. It's called the Improve and Have Fun podcast. And uh, this year, I was really thinking about this. This year, I'm doing some different things. So like I, I do enjoy writing. So um, if you right now, I have three new articles up uh, with video. Uh, if you enjoy action figures, comic books or video games, I would say check out my blog. I have uh, new blog posts on all three of those subjects. Recommended games I just finished playing recently. Recommended comic books. And also, I like to do action figure photography. So I have a, a whole write-up on each of those. And, uh, you know, the next podcast is always in the works. But I, I won't be putting out podcasts every single week. Because I'm going to be, you know, switching between video, blog posts, and podcasts. So, uh, but yeah, you can find all that at improvinghalffun.com. The latest podcast episode is a Weird Stories podcast where breast implants save a woman's life. So definitely check that out. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I really want to thank Paul because this show wouldn't be anything without Paul and his interesting points of view and fun points of view. So the Tuesday you. show, the Tuesday show, the Tuesday That's show. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So until the next one, please check out Paul's podcast and check out Resell Anisha on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, any wherever you get your podcast from. But until the next yeah, one. And if you watch this, I'm sorry to interrupt. If you're watching this on YouTube, please comment below. Like if you have any thoughts or comments, please do so below.
Yes, and we're going to go over a bunch of different subjects going forward, so stay tuned. But until the next one, have a good one. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Reseller Niche Podcast. Show notes and social media links are located at resellerniche.com. Please comment, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.